Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, health and fitness influencer, coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to become their very best selves. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life that you love right now. We're talking all things personal development, including health, fitness, confidence, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to episode number 22 of the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. Now, normally I wouldn't do two solo shows in a row. It just doesn't sit well with my perfectionistic tendencies, but I'm making an exception this week and shuffling some things around because I have something really exciting to tell you about. And before we get into the really exciting announcement, I obviously want to tell you what this episode is all about, and that is healthy habits. And as you probably know, habits are the foundation of wellness and a healthy lifestyle because when motivation fades, and it inevitably will, habits and discipline will be what keep you chugging along. But the tricky thing with habits is that it always feels like bad habits are so easy to fall into and good habits are so hard to establish. Can you feel me on that? And for me, one of the most helpful things when it comes to creating those healthy habits is to get really clear on the impact that it's going to have. I'm the type of person where if there isn't a clear, logical reason for doing something, I'm absolutely not going to be motivated to stick to it. So today I'm going to share with you 10 healthy habits that have literally changed my life and explain the impact that they've had so that you can decide whether or not each habit is something that you want to pursue. And if you do, you can do so with clarity and confidence that it's with your best interests in mind and at heart. Sound good? We're going to get into the review of the week in a minute, but I literally cannot keep this news to myself for any longer. Like I need to tell you the announcement. So my new wellness mentorship program, the Move Nourish Shine Collective just opened its doors for early bird enrollment this morning. And there's so much that goes into it. And you guys will have to check out the website to like get all the info. But in summary, it is a mentorship program that combines fitness, nutrition, and mindset, so movement, nourishment, and shining, for a total personal synergistic transformation. And the whole goal is to have you finish this program in 12 weeks, feeling super confident, super healthy, and super radiant, just better than ever before. And that's because everyone wants to be able to walk into a room feeling super confident and just light it up. Everyone wants to be able to enjoy social events and celebrations without worrying about food or their body. Everyone wants to be able to show up and shine and serve those that they love. Everyone wants to have incredible energy and habits that support a healthy lifestyle. Everyone wants to excel in their career and their relationships and their personal life and their hobbies. And we can't do that if we're so wrapped up in food and our bodies and worrying about what we look like, worrying about if our workouts are right, and just not taking care of ourselves physically. If we don't have those basic foundations laid out, we cannot shine the way we are meant to shine. So I know that we all want that. And you guys know that this is really connected to my story and my mission so deeply as well. But we all want that. And I've seen a huge gap in health and wellness and fitness coaching where everyone is addressing food and workouts. Yes, but I wasn't able to find a great curriculum or a framework for teaching mindset and personal development to my clients. So guess what? You guys know me. I just created one myself. And that 
grew into, blossomed into the Move, Nourish, Shine Collective. And it's my favorite thing that I've ever worked on. I wish you guys could just see the smile on my face right now, but hopefully you can hear it. It's my favorite thing I've ever worked on because, again, if you know my story, you know that it just is so connected to my mission and my personal story as well. And just a little like logistical info on it. This is a community-based mentorship program because, hello, queens supporting queens. I'm all about it. But this isn't like my previous group challenges, like the fitness challenges that I've done for the past year because, number one, it's going to empower you to create your own wellness lifestyle instead of trying to fit your unique situation and needs into one style of workouts and one style of nutrition, like the typical challenge model. You'll have multiple options laid out for you, and then you'll be empowered to choose whichever plans fit your life and your goals best. So yes, we will cover nutrition and eating right. We'll cover workouts because I'm a big believer that like physical wellness is the foundation for everything. That's the move and nourish portion of the collective. But what I'm most excited about and what I know will be the most transformational and life-changing is the shine portion of the collective. And the weekly shine workshops will be teaching on a wellness or a mindset topic that will elevate your body and mind so far beyond what you've ever thought is possible. And you can really just think of this as your path to vibrant health and complete confidence in 12 weeks. And that's honestly what we've just all been looking for for so long, right? And like I said, early bird enrollment just opened. So this is your opportunity to save some money on enrollment as well as get in on some exclusive content. So if you're wanting to learn more about the Move Nurse Shine Collective, what's all included, what the investment is, what results you can expect, who this is for, who it's not for, all of that good stuff, then type bit bit.ly L-Y, slash move nourish shine into your web browser. Again, that's bit.ly slash move nourish shine. Type that into your web browser and that will explain everything. We officially kick off and start the mentorship program on December 3rd, but the early bird enrollment is happening now and has some major perks. So head to bit.ly slash move nourish shine. And I'll be sure to link that on my Instagram and in the show notes as well. So be sure to check it out. I promise you that this is like the best thing that I've ever come out with. And it's going to be so incredible for everyone that just shows up for themselves and signs up. Again, so excited to bring this to life and I know you're going to love it, but I'm going to stop rambling about it. I could talk about it all day, but we're going to move on into the episode and you guys know the drill before we get into the meat of the episode. We'll have to do the review of the week and this one is from Madison Guler or Guler. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name, but she says, incredible. I've been following Marie on Instagram since her Fit Girl Fuel days. Dang, girl, we go way back. For those of you that don't know, that was my anonymous healthy foodie account back in the day. And she says, being a Minnesota girl myself and wanting to be some type of fit, I've always loved feeling like I was following a real person. She's kept it real since day one through struggles, achievements, setbacks, dealing with negativity and using positivity. Marie is raw and so dang motivating. I began listening to her podcast right away because fangirl and because I love her fitness topics. However, I've continued to listen because of her outlook on life and everything else this podcast has to offer. It's seriously for everyone. Thanks for sharing all of your knowledge bombs, Marie. You're simply the best. Okay, no, Madison, you're simply the best. And I just want to hug you. You are so sweet. So thank you so much for sticking with me through all of these years. And I'm glad that you've enjoyed the way my content has shifted and grown and expanded over the years because it really has 
done a lot, a lot of changing, a lot of shifting. And I always just love hearing from my fellow babes who have kind of like grown up with me. I think that's a really special bond that we have. And I just treasure it so much. So thank you so much, Madison. I really super appreciate it. And hearing feedback like this means the world and keeps me super passionate and fired up to keep creating for the podcast. So Super appreciate you. And if you listening would like to be featured as the review of the week, you can head over to iTunes on your computer or the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone and search for the show. Scroll down to leave it a rating and a review. And it really only takes a minute, but it means the absolute world to me. It just takes a minute to make my day. And if you do leave me a review, go ahead and DM me a screenshot on Instagram of your review. And I'll send you my ebook called Flexible Dieting Made Simple as a Little Thank You. My Instagram username is Marie E. Wold, W-O-L-D. So just shoot me a DM along with that screenshot and your email and I will send the ebook to you. All right. All right. Let's get into the 10 healthy habits that changed my life. I know that was a long intro, but I was just so excited to tell you guys about the Movener Shine Collective that I had to get all that info in. And I just know that you need to experience this. And it's my job to make sure you understand the epicness that is available to you. So thank you for bringing with me through that long intro. We're going to jump right in with number one, waking up early is the first healthy habit that has changed my life. And, you know, waking up early, it just made sense to put that one first because mornings, first thing in the morning, you know, waking up early. So (laughs) I've gone through phases of like, waking up late because I can. I'm like, oh, I work for myself. I can wake up whenever I want, like 9am. Sure. No alarm. Sure. And then I've also gone through phases of waking up early because I know that I should. And whenever I consistently am waking up early, I'm just a way better, happier, more adjusted, more productive human because A, I have more time to myself in the morning. Like there's this beautiful silence and calmness when you wake up before the sun and you can like just kind of go about your morning slowly and gently and you're not like rushing around everywhere trying to get everything done at the same time. Like you can just take your time. It's quiet. You can meditate, journal, eat a nice breakfast, go for a walk, whatever. And one of my favorite things to do is go for a walk as the sun is rising. Oh my goodness. I just, I, I feel like there are limitless possibilities for my day. I literally said this this morning after my walk. I feel like there are endless possibilities for what can happen in the day when I like get up early and watch the sunrise. I don't know. It just really puts me in the right mindset. And I also really like to listen to a podcast early in the morning when I'm walking because that puts my mind at the right frequency. Like I like to listen to something really positive, really uplifting, something that like feeds my soul and my brain so that I'm just operating at the right frequency right away first thing in the morning. Another reason why waking up early is great is because I don't feel like I'm already behind schedule the moment I wake up. So like if I sleep in until 9am, I automatically feel stressed and anxious because I know that I have so much to do. I don't have time to take care of myself first. Like I just need to immediately get to work because the workday is starting, right? Like nine is a typical time to start your workday. And that is what I'm able to do if I wake up early. But if I wake up late and try to start work at nine, there's no time for myself, right? So I just automatically just feel stressed, anxious. I can't fill my cup up before I start the day and it's not a good time. Another reason is it feels like there's way more 
working hours in the day. Because again, if I can start work at nine, I can get in a solid eight hour a day, finish work at five or six, depending on if I take like a lunch break or whatever. And then I have the rest of the night to relax. And when I'm waking up late, when I'm waking up at like 9am, I'm working every night until like 8pm because everything's just pushed back. So I feel like I'm able to actually relax and unwind at night. And that makes my sleep better. That makes me feel more balanced. That helps me manage my stress. And yeah, last but not least, this is definitely not to be overlooked. I just feel really accomplished when I wake up early. I'm just really proud of myself. And I think starting my day off with like a very disciplined, forward thinking decision, like waking up early just sets the tone and makes me like want to be a better person throughout the day. I also forgot to say that my brain works better in the morning. I'm definitely a morning person. I'm definitely a lark versus a night owl. And so if I wake up early, I can be a lot more productive, get a lot done early in the morning, and then kind of just like coast through the afternoon. So that's number one, waking up early. Number two is having a daily gratitude practice. I mean, this is the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. So of course, I had to bring gratitude into it. You guys know me. And so I personally write in my gratitude journal almost every morning with breakfast. And even if I do write my gratitude journal, whether I do or not, I also do a gratitude practice with this app called Shine Text, I think it's called. And that like every single day you check in with Shine and you say it asks you what you're grateful for and you list whatever you want. And then it also asks you what you're doing to take care of yourself that day. I like to do both things. I just think it's really great to have a gratitude practice woven into your day. Like I said earlier, I write my gratitude journal while I'm eating breakfast or right after breakfast. And so I wanted to tell you guys life hack is pairing activities together makes it way easier to make and keep habits. Because if like, let's say, so I pair gratitude journaling with breakfast, I eat breakfast every single morning. And so then eating breakfast becomes my trigger to then gratitude journal. That way I don't forget. Or like another example of habit pairing would be to like, fix your posture whenever you walk through a door or like take a deep breath whenever you stand up or sit down, things like that. So like things that you are doing consistently day to day or throughout your day, pair a healthy habit with it and it'll make sure that you are remembering to keep that habit. So going back to when I'm actually journaling, my process is I write the date. There's usually a quote in the journal that I use. So I'll read that. And then I write down at least three things that I'm grateful for. And I use as much detail as possible and really try to like feel the thing that I'm grateful for because it's easy to be like, I'm grateful for my dog and water and the sun. And that's like, that doesn't really evoke much emotion. But if I'm like, I'm so grateful that Rosie woke me up this morning with kisses and I'm so grateful that her ears are really soft and that she keeps me company while I'm at home working all day. And that like that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside, right? Like that evokes an emotion because I'm like, oh my God, Rosie's so cute. I love her so much. I'm so grateful. Instead of like, I'm grateful for my dog, you know? So you really want to write what you're grateful for in detail and like create emotion around it because then you you really feel it. A daily gratitude practice is so, so powerful. I think a lot of people overlook it because they're like, "Mm, what is that really going to do for me? But the practice teaches you to see the good in everything and recognize the abundance that's already in your life. Like you already have so much going for you in your life. And if you do the opposite, if you're always focusing on what we don't have, then you're going to feel really unhappy and unfulfilled. And I think like in our culture, we're always 
focusing on like, oh, I want to be skinnier. I want to be richer. I want to have a bigger house. I want to have more cars or a nicer car or whatever. Like we're always focusing on what we don't have. And we're always just like chasing, chasing, chasing instead of focusing on what we do have and just taking a second to be grateful because really your life is already a masterpiece, but it can be a work in progress at the same time. That goes for your fitness journey too. Like you are a masterpiece and a work in progress all at once, but you have to acknowledge the masterpiece that already exists in order to enjoy the work in progress, if that makes sense. So again, number one was waking up early. Number two is practicing daily gratitude. Habit number three is eating one huge salad a day. (laughs) And the other ones are like really deep, you know, like life stuff. This one is eating a huge ass salad. (laughs) I will literally eat out of like one of those metal mixing bowls. It's great. And the reason why this is like a really important habit to me is because my meals change quite a bit from day to day. Like I just really like cooking, like experimenting with new foods. No problem if you don't. But the one constant that I always try to keep in is a huge salad every day. And that's because I can get a huge hit of micronutrients and fiber in one meal. I get a bunch of different colors. So even if I don't eat super healthy for the rest of the day, I know that I gave my body what I needed. I know I nourished it really well for at least one meal and just packed in a lot of nutrition in one sitting, which like, it's just kind of like health insurance for your day, if that makes sense. And I know some people are salad haters, but they really are beneficial for you. And they can be really filling and satisfying and delicious if you put in the right things. And one of my recommendations for like salad inspo is to check out restaurant menus, especially places like Sweet Green, which has like the bombest salads. We don't have them in Texas, but when I lived in California, I ate there all the time. Or even like Panera or places like that that like are known to have really good salads. Look at what they put on their salads and try to like replicate that at home. But basically like a good salad template is a green space, whatever you like, add a protein source of some sort, whether that's like animal or plant-based, fruit and veggies on top. Like I try to aim for at least three or four colors in my salad each time. You want to have a fat source. So that might be salad dressing, that might be avocado, that might be goat cheese, whatever nuts. And then like their extras like green onions or different like sprinkles of things. I call it like salad confetti. Like, you know, those little just bursts of flavor that you can add on top. Salads can be really filling. They can be really satisfying and they're just really, really good for you. And it's kind of like making sure that you just get all the nutrition that your body needs for that day in one meal and then everything else is kind of like, you know, a bonus. So number three, eating one big salad per day. That one's kind of basic and silly, but I thought I'd throw it in because it is really a habit that I've kept for like years now and it just makes me feel really good. Number four is honoring my cravings sooner rather than later. And I always see those eat this, not that graphics on Instagram. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they say like, you should eat a blended protein shake when you're craving ice cream. Like don't eat the ice cream, eat a protein shake or protein ice cream. And I'm like, nah, like I would so much rather eat the real thing, eat one serving and get that craving satisfied than try to like band-aid it with something that's not as good, but maybe will do the trick. Because usually what happens is I end up eating more in the end because I was just trying so hard to avoid what I was craving 
Or when I finally do give in to the craving down the road, I like go a little overboard because I built it up to be this big deal. So now I've learned like if I want a piece of chocolate, I eat a piece of chocolate. I literally ate a piece of dark chocolate right before I sat down to record this. And then I move on with my day. And because I know, like my mind knows if it's craving something, I can have it like nothing is off limits. I don't have crazy cravings. I don't ever feel out of control with food. I don't like look forward to a quote unquote cheat meal every week and like build it up to be this huge event because good food is just a normal part of my life. And it's not like this crazy event that I need to save up for or wait for or whatever. Like I just build little treats into my day here and there. And that works really well for me. And the Move and Shine Collective, is going to teach you how to have a better balance with food. And that's something that I'm really excited about because I want everyone to experience what food freedom feels like. It's freaking amazing. I don't want anyone to feel like your cravings control you or that you can't have just one of something without losing control or you have to eat super clean all week and then blow it on a cheat meal on the weekend or whatever. Like get out of the yo-yo, get out of the restrict binge cycle And I do want to note really quickly that the Move Nourish Shine Collective is not for those who are seeking help with an eating disorder. I will always encourage you to seek help from a licensed professional. We will address food relationship and body image and that sort of stuff. But this is not for people with eating disorders or disordered eating behaviors. I will definitely refer you out to someone who is a licensed professional in those areas. But we're just looking to improve those things because most women, let's be real, could improve their relationship with food and their body and that is what we're going to focus on. We're not talking about recovery or anything like that. So just want to note that and be clear on that. But let me tell you, finding balance and freedom with food is not easy, but it's so worth it. And with the right tools and support, depending on where you're at, you can totally get there. And so that's why it was so important to build that into the collective. And again, habit number four, honoring my cravings sooner rather than later. I can teach you how to do that. It feels amazing. Again, I eat chocolate like every single day, but I don't overdo it. I don't feel the need to eat a whole bar at once. I don't eat until I feel sick and I don't feel guilty after I eat it. And it's freaking amazing. And I can go out to dinner and like order something that I really want, not something that I am ordering out of fear of like not being able to control myself. Like I'll order pasta and not finish it if I get full or I'll, you know what I mean? Like I don't just order things out of fear or scarcity. So you get the point. Number four, I honor my cravings sooner rather than later. (laughs) Number five, I am all about exercising to build, not to burn. And I actually saw this in a blog post from The Hungry Blonde. She put it this way, and I really liked the way she worded it, exercising to build, not to burn. And there's so much social conditioning telling us that exercising is all about burning, burning calories, burning fat, feeling your muscles burn. And there's nothing wrong with those things. But I don't think that they should be our primary motivator for moving our bodies, right? Like if you're always so focused on burning and toning and shrinking and shredding, like all that stuff, it's a lot easier to create an obsessive and unhealthy relationship with working out because all of those things are attached to like an appearance-based outcome and like wanting to change your body, right? And there's nothing wrong with having physique goals, but it's all about like the way you approach them and the intention behind them. Again, we'll talk about that in the collective, but um, having the right intentions and having the right mindset when you approach food and exercise is really what's most important. And 
I think that the fastest way to get away from a negative relationship with working out and even with your body in some cases is to focus on building instead of burning. And I don't just mean building muscle. I mean building confidence, building healthy habits, building new skills, building strength, building mental toughness. And beyond that, like moving your body is good for so much more than burning calories. So when we focus too much on that side of the equation, we are just like robbing ourselves of all of the other benefits and especially the mental benefits that come with movement. And again, Movener Shine is going to approach movement in a very holistic way. Like, yes, the programs are written to create physical results because let's be real, who doesn't want a tighter tummy and a perkier booty like we all do? But the workouts are also about honoring your body and using exercise as a tool for wellness, not just physical change. So that is like my spiel about building instead of burning because I know what it's like to have a really negative relationship with exercise. I know what it's like to have a very obsessive relationship with exercise and be motivated from the wrong places. So this one's really close to my heart and I know that a lot of women struggle with it as well. So again, habit number five, exercising to build, not to burn. Number six, getting enough sleep. Hello. Our culture has this weird obsession with not sleeping and I just don't get it. Like sleeping is just as necessary as breathing or eating or drinking water. So like, why do we act like we're too cool to get enough sleep? Like, why do we act like we're so important that we can't sleep? Even Gary Vee, who a lot of you guys probably know, who is like the poster boy for hustle your face off entrepreneurship. Like he's always talking about how he grinds harder than everyone. Even he talks about getting a solid amount of sleep every night. Like even hustle your face off Gary Vee gets enough sleep every night. And so that says a lot to me. Personally, I need eight hours of good sleep to feel my best the next day. If there are multiple days in a row where I get less than eight hours, I will 1000% get sick. <laughs> and so investing enough time into sleep really pays off because it keeps me feeling good. And I know that if I neglect it, it'll actually set me back because I'll be sick and actually have to be out of the game for a couple of days. So again, individual sleep requirements vary, but usually the experts are saying between seven and nine hours is like the average amount of sleep that people need in order to function. Plus you guys, running on a sleep deficit has so many negative impacts on us beyond just feeling sleepy. Like, okay, having energy for your day is so important, but being sleep deprived also results in things like decreased brain function, decreased body control, increased hunger, increased cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone, mood swings, memory issues, and so much more. So bottom line is create a nighttime routine with a hard bedtime and set yourself up for success the next day by getting enough sleep. And if you struggle to fall asleep at night, I know this is pretty common. Make sure you're not on screens up until the moment you go to sleep. I used to be so guilty of this, but you should have a shutoff time. Try keeping your home a little bit darker at night. Like don't have all your lights on, use lamps or turn some of your lights off. And there are also lots of natural supplements to support sleep that you can take as well. I like cured nutrition CBD oil to help shut my brain off and promote relaxation. It doesn't make you high or anything. It just makes you feel relaxed and kind of like quiets your brain. You can get 10% off of curednutrition.com with code Marie. I use this stuff every morning and every night. And at night, I just take a double dose and it really helps me to get to sleep. And I also like PE Science True ZMA to help me get into a deeper sleep, wake up less during the night and still wake up feeling so 
super alert and refreshed, not groggy. And you can get 15% off on pescience.com with code Marie as well. Just had to share those products with you guys because they've really helped with my sleep quality and restedness <laughs> during the day. So definitely check those out if you are interested. And that takes us into our next one, actually, which is number seven, supplementing with supplements because eating well, moving your body and getting all the other essentials like good sleep, enough water, etc., are all super key. But once you have all of those down, you do have a little room for improvement still like you are probably 80 to 90 percent of the way there. And supplements can come in and fill in the rest. So it really depends on your lifestyle and your needs. And I always am going to recommend checking with your MD or naturopath or whatever before starting new supplements. But here are some of my favorites. I can tell you what I take and what I like. And that is the PE Science True Multi. It's a really high quality clinically dosed multivitamin designed for active women. And it has really great ingredients. And one of the kind of unique ingredients that I like in there is ashwagandha. And that is an adaptogenic for stress support. So it helps your body have a healthy response to stress. In our culture, in our lives, we are chronically stressed. And so having things like ashwagandha to support your body's response to stress can be really helpful. Another PE Science product that I use every day are the Omega-3 Plus capsules. And those are omega-3 oils, great for your heart, brain, and overall health. Again, from PE Science, you can use discount code MARIE to save. Another supplement that I am loving has been Lion's Mane, which is an adaptogenic mushroom. And it is amazing for focus and just like brain power. I feel incredible when I take Lion's Mane. And guys, I don't do caffeine because it makes me feel like trash. But I can do Lion's Mane and it's caffeine free. It just gives me a really great like brain boost. And my favorite sources for Lion's Mane are Four Sigmatic. They have mushroom like they have mushroom coffee. They have mushroom hot chocolate. They have just like the individual Lion's Mane packets you can add to stuff, add to smoothies, oatmeal, whatever you want. And that's Four Sigmatic. Or I also get Lion's Mane in something called Mud Water, which is something new that I tried. And it's like kind of like a coffee swap that you have in the morning. And it has it's like chai, cacao, and then it has like cinnamon and a bunch of adaptogens. So it has, I know it has lines made. I think it has like reishi and cordyceps mushrooms in there too. And it's like really, really great for you. It's all of these superfoods and adaptogens. And I've been trying that. It honestly doesn't taste the best. Like I'd rather have an oat milk latte, let's be real, but it makes me feel freaking amazing. And with like a little stevia and almond milk in it, it's definitely like still enjoyable. So again, I love Four Sigmatic and Mud Water for like adaptogenic stuff and especially Lion's Mane. I do have a discount code for Four Sigmatic and that is Marie Wold. And I don't have one for Mud Water. Maybe I'll hit them up <laughs> and let you guys know, but definitely recommend both of those products. Next, I have been loving the green juice powder from Organifi. And guys, I know that I'm like throwing all these discount codes at you, but that's literally just because I genuinely use all of these products on a daily basis. And so I have reached out to the companies for discount codes for you. So it's literally a win-win for all of us. Like no, no hard feelings if you don't order anything, but these are products that I love and want to share with you. So if you do order, then like get a discount. You, you go, girl. So again, back to green juice powder. I've been using that one from Organifi and that is full of all sorts of micronutrients. 
even though I eat a huge salad every day, I just really like to make sure that I cover my bases, keep my immunity boosted. This one has like chlorophyll, which is freaking amazing for you. It has a bunch of superfoods, antioxidants, adaptogens in it. I think that has ashwagandha in it as well. And I just love everything Organifi. So if you want to order from them, my code for them is MarieW15. I'm going to put all the discount codes in the show notes. So if you are not writing this down, don't worry. And then last but not least, again, CBD oil is great for inflammation and anxiety management. And again, I get that from curednutrition.com and I use the mint tincture. I do like one dropper full in the morning and two dropper fulls at night. And that just helps me keep my anxiety and inflammation managed and keeps my head feeling good. So again, code for that is Marie. Again, sorry, not sorry for all the discount codes. It's like in your best interest. And I love all these products. I know you're going to too. And that was just like the discount code chunk of (laughs) this episode. This episode is not even sponsored by any of these brands. I just love them. So enjoy those things. That was number seven. So supplementing with supplements. And then habit number eight is selecting my tribe carefully and keeping my circle small. And this is so important for me, especially because I'm constantly showing up online and connecting with people on the internet, which is great. Love my job, but it doesn't replace real life connections with friends and family. Like connecting with people over social media is such a blessing, but it can't replace that in-person connection. And I'm the type of person who would rather have like like a few really good friends that I can show up 100% for than have a huge group of weaker connections where I can't be like an amazing friend for them. And because my inner circle is small, it needs to be super strong. Like I'm quality over quantity all the way. And I'm a huge believer in if I'm investing my time and energy and loyalty into our friendship, like I'm loyal to a fault, I should be getting value from our friendship. Like you should be adding to my life. You should be bringing light and encouragement and support and hopefully like humor (laughs) and all of those good things, companionship into my life. And like, sure, there will be times when one person really needs support and the other has to kind of like accept that it won't be a perfect balance and they need to, you know, pick the other person up. But overall, friendships should be an exchange of value for everyone involved. Like everyone should be benefiting from it. Everyone should be giving to each other. Everyone should be loyal, supportive, honest, all of those things. Like I just value genuine friendships so highly. And on that note, the few people that are in my circle need to be the only opinions that I truly put stock into. Like I'm getting opinions from strangers on the internet all day long. You guys don't even understand. Like I'm just bombarded with unsolicited opinions all day long. And usually they're pretty positive and I really appreciate it. And I'm grateful for those ones. But the negative ones can just like really dig into my soul and make me feel icky and question myself. And like that just is not a fun experience. So I constantly have to remind myself that like as long as the people who truly know me, know my heart, have my back, have my best interest at heart, if they're giving me good feedback and if they're supportive of what I'm doing, then I'm good. You know, like there are always going to be people online that are going to misunderstand my intentions or assume the worst for me, or they'll fill in the gaps of like a story that I didn't tell them everything because you guys, even though I'm really open online, like there's still a lot going on in my life that I don't share. Like there are definitely things that are private. And so 
people will always fill in the blanks with worst case scenario is something that I found like some people will. And so a lot of judgment comes my way. And anyone who's like a figure on the internet, I, you know, an influencer, a public figure, whatever, like anyone who has an audience, they're going to receive judgment. They're going to receive a lot of unsolicited opinions. And it's so important, no matter if you have an audience or you don't, that you select your tribe carefully. You have people in your life that hold you to a high standard. They expect a lot from you, but they also support you and aren't judgmental and are just loving and genuine. So that is my TED talk about friendship. (laughs) Number eight was selecting my tribe carefully. Habit number nine, letting it all out. Mm, This one's hard for me, but so good for me. And if you follow my Instagram somewhat closely, it's at Marie E. Wold, by the way, then you know that I recently started seeing a therapist, which has been a long time coming. And I'm not even kidding. Her homework for me this week was to cry (laughs) because I'm not great with showing emotions. Like we were on our call this week and she was asking me about something that I've been having a really hard time with lately. And I was like holding back tears. And she's like, why are you holding back tears? Like, you should cry. Let it out. Like, you need to let it all out. Like, I want you to cry. I'm not going to judge you for ugly crying. Like, ugly crying is encouraged, (laughs) all that stuff. And so that's something that I actually am working on. And I'm really not great with showing emotions because I learned to bottle them up and, quote unquote, stay strong as a kid when I was severely bullied. Like, I had to stay strong and I couldn't show emotion. So that's just become my defense mechanism for the rest of my life. And that defense mechanism does not serve me anymore. It does not help me. So I need to learn to let it go and feel my feelings. That's what they're here for. They're here to teach us and heal us and all that good stuff. So it's also important to know that like when you let yourself feel the lows, when you let yourself cry, when you let yourself like just feel it all, then the highs feel higher too. It's like it's a spectrum of emotion. And if you don't let yourself feel anything, your spectrum is so small. And that means maybe you won't experience super bad pain, but you also won't experience super huge, amazing, just life-changing joy either. So I've been really working on processing my feelings and emotions instead of shoving them down. And it has been really healing for me. It's been a really healthy habit for me. You guys know I'm a huge fan of journaling. I'm a huge fan of verbalizing things to a friend or my internet friends. Hey, you guys know I'll just like show up on my story and be like, what's up, guys? Let's talk about my childhood trauma. (laughs) And I'm also a huge fan of therapy. And I cannot recommend it enough. Like I think that therapy is of stigmatized. But I really do think that everyone should have a therapist to talk to. It's just like super nice to have an unbiased person to open up to. They can help you get clarity on what's ever going on in your life. They can help you just work through things, process things, and really like realize things that maybe have been underlying issues or feelings that you haven't brought to the surface yet. Like that's how I just started bawling when I was talking to my therapist the other day. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that I was feeling that thing. And then when it came up, that was like, it was a cathartic experience. Like it was so good. Again, habit number nine, letting it all out. And then number 10, making decisions based on what my highest self would do. And if you're anything like me, you have a lot of big goals and dreams and you're going to need to grow as a person in order to reach them. Like who you are right now isn't necessarily the type of person that would accomplish those goals, right? And so that's not to say that 
that isn't inside of you. Like the best way to uncover those qualities in yourself that you're going to need to reach those goals. And it's important that we recognize it's a process of uncovering. It's not a process of becoming because you already are and you already have everything you need inside of you. You don't have to acquire it. It's already in you. But the best way to uncover those things, those beliefs, those behaviors, those mindset things, the best way to uncover those is action and putting yourself in situations that will bring those qualities out. And so I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but I visualize my highest self as this super healthy, energized, fit, radiant boss girl who's like living out her purpose every day. She's helping women all over the world. She gets to ride horses on the regular. She dresses really cute. She eats really well, has like big salads every day, you know, and she always has a spray tan and a manicure because she really just has her life together. That's how I envision my high self. And I can like picture the house that I live in and I can picture like the car that I drive and I can picture what my days look like and like, you know, the coffee I'm drinking, all that stuff. Like I am so deeply obsessed with becoming that person. And I strongly recommend doing a highest self visualization if you never have. And that will, by the way, be 100% in the Move Nourish Shine curriculum. So I've got you covered if you haven't done that. Like we're going to do that and we're going to make an action plan to get there. But once you figure out what your highest self is like and imagine it in vivid detail, you then know exactly what you need to do to get there. Like you know that you need to follow up that visualization with action and that action is needs to be in line with your highest self. So I'm like, damn, that's the Marie that I need to be. I need to start acting like her because how else am I going to create that reality? How else can I expect that to become reality? And like, yes, thinking about and visualizing things is so powerful. Manifestation is real and that makes it possible. Like you just acknowledge that it's a possible thing, but it doesn't guarantee that you'll actually get there unless you follow it up with action. So Next time you're faced with a decision, it can be an everyday decision like, should I get my workout in or should I skip it? Ask what your highest self would do and take that road, right? So then like all of a sudden, you take one step closer to becoming that badass highest version of you. So again, that was number 10 and it was making decisions based on what my highest self would do. And I really do check in with myself and ask myself this question multiple, multiple times a day. And sometimes it's small decisions. Sometimes it's big decisions like in my business, like when I was trying to decide if I was going to launch <laughs> the Move Nourish Shine Collective, I was like really scared about it because I knew that it was going to be a lot of work. It was going to be a huge investment in my business. But I knew that my highest self would jump in head first because it was going to be so powerful for the women that were going to join it and the people that I was going to serve. Like I knew that it was life changing and I knew that the world needed this. And so I needed to get over it <laughs> and I needed to show up for it. So that's an example of how I use that habit in my day to day life. And I really encourage you to ask yourself that multiple, multiple times a day. And the more you do it, the more acting as your highest self just becomes second nature. And the next thing you know, like you are that person. It's, it's so possible. So huh, yeah, that was that was number 10. And that was a lot. I really hope that you guys liked hearing about those healthy habits that have changed my life. But just to recap really quickly, 
the 10 of them are number one, waking up early. Number two, practicing gratitude daily. Number three, eating one huge salad every day. Number four, honoring my cravings sooner rather than later. Number five, exercising to build, not to burn. Number six, getting enough sleep. Number seven, supplementing with supplements. Number eight, selecting my tribe carefully. Number nine, letting it all out. And number 10, making decisions as my highest self. And that wraps us up. This episode was so much fun to create. And I hope it gave you some clarity as to like what habits you might want to incorporate into your own life. I'm not saying every single one of them is going to serve you in the same way it serves me, but maybe it will. And I personally love hearing what other people do. So feel free to post a screenshot of you tuning in to your Instagram story. I love to see you guys tuning in. I always try to reply. And when you share it, write in a healthy habit that you have on the screenshot so that I can know what you guys do. And I can't wait to see what you incorporate into your own life. And last but definitely not least, don't forget to check out the Move Nourish Shine Collective website at bit.ly slash move nourish shine and get in on the early bird enrollment special. If you have any questions about it after you read through there, you know where to find me. Just message me on Instagram and we'll make sure that it's the right fit for you. Again, I just am so freaking excited to share this with everyone. I can't believe that it's becoming a reality, but I can because I did what my highest self needs to do. You know, you feel me. So thank you again so much for tuning in today. As always, I loved hanging out with you and I hope I added some light to your day. I'll talk to you again soon. But in the meantime, grind and be grateful, my friend. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast today. I'm super happy that we were able to hang out and share some good vibes today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it, whether it's texting it to your friend, linking it on Twitter, or posting a screenshot on your Instagram story. It is all super appreciated. And please leave a short review on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of this show is for you so your feedback matters plus it would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women everywhere to become their very best selves thank you again for listening and supporting the show and until next time don't forget to grind to be grateful my friends